I just want to do God's will. What you're seeking is a blessing from God. You must expect a miracle. You have the power of choice. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to Life Today Live, Randy Robinson. Good to have you here, and I'm excited today because I've got a gentleman that, you know, we've seen on the big screen and the small screen and all our mobile screens for a while now. Uh, He is a wonderful actor, and he's got a new movie called No Vacancy uh, that he stars in, and so we'll get into that, and we'll we'll stray from the script a little bit, find out what's going on. But my guest today is Dean Kane. Most of you, if you watched uh, the Superman series on TV, Lois and Clark's the name of it. I never watched it. Sure. Know him as Superman. Everybody says, oh, you got Superman. I'm like, I just know Christopher Reeves because I'm that old. Um, but Dean Kane's with me. Dean, great to have you on Life Today Live. <laughs> Thank you, Randy. And I take no offense at you not ever watching my Superman series. That's okay. <laughs> I, just, you know, all I do is read the Bible and watch Pure Flicks. <laughs> that's it <laughs> well this was way before pure flicks ever came into existence but okay fair, um, fair enough all right but so okay let's hit the movie real quick because i want people to know about this one no vacancy no vacancy is uh so it's it's based on a true story so that's one of the things that makes it so compelling and there's three stories that sort of are told at the same time during the film but i think the most um compelling story is that of cecil johnson played by tc stallings and he's a guy who is done with life. He is he's a drug addict, a alcoholic. He just doesn't. His his mom is a a church going woman. She wants to save him. She can't do anything. He doesn't want to be saved. He even tries to kill himself at the beginning of the film and can't even do that right. Um, so through a some happenstance circumstances, some say may say divine intervention, he ends up at a place where my character works, uh, and it's a a ministry that helps to deal with the homeless and the addicted. Um, and that church um, that he so I play Pastor Cliff Lee, who's a real guy and much taller than me. I couldn't play any taller, so I tried to I try to take in his warm vibe and his <laughs> niceness. Maybe the nicest guy I've ever met. Uh, he takes him in, and um, and what they do there at this place is they they give these men and women a hand up, not just a hand out, mm. but a hand up. And it, and this is this takes place I think in the eighties during the uh, where, where the homeless crisis was was strongest in central Florida. And it's a really a, an incredible story of redemption. And it serves as a model for maybe how other people can treat the homeless and the addicted moving forward. All right. So a great movie to check out. Uh, and if you like DVDs, you can still get DVDs. Uh, you can also stream it a lot of different places, including Apple TV, Salem Now, Google TV, uh, Amazon, Christian Cinema. So just go look for it. I think Redbox has it, too. If I saw Redbox recently. Those were great when those came out. But so definitely no <laughs> vacancy. Go check out the movie. Uh, did you know T.C. Stallings prior to making this? I did not know him personally, but I knew of him and knew his story. Um, I, I, I like him. I think he's one of the coolest guys ever. I was just curious if you enjoyed working. He's with amazing. Him. Yeah. He's an amazing guy. You know, we're both football players, so we share a brain. <laughs> just True. one? Does that the two football players make one whole brain? Is that how, is that what you're saying? That's how it works. Yes, That's sir. That's how it works. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, so here's here's the personal question because, I mean, come on, man, you could be doing lots of things. It's professionally, right? Why are you making a Christian movie? Well, you know, you you mentioned um, um, Pure Flix way back when, and one of the first films that they did was called God's Not Dead, yeah. which I was in, yeah. obviously, and we yeah. just announced we're going to do God's Not Dead 5, and I'm going to, my character is going to return. I'm not sure he's going to have any redeeming qualities because <laughs> he didn't have any in the first one. Um, I think he may still be the same guy. We'll see how that ends up. Um, 
But, uh, you know, when my son, I'm a single father. So when my son was born, um, my life had to take some major changes. Um, and just things changed organically anyway, just because here was this human being who came in and this miracle of life and it, it blew me away. Hmm. And uh, he is my favorite human being on the planet. I mean, I this I adore this child. He's 22 years old now. Mm -hmm. uh, he's in school in North Carolina. Um, but uh, everything changed for me then. And also, um, I was fighting a custody battle with his mother. She mm -hmm. didn't want me to have any custody. She thought I should have visitation. And I thought I should have joint custody because I'm adopted. You know, I'm my, my dad adopted me. And I know how important it is to have both parents in a child's life. And and she was making me be the, she wanted me to be the uh, every other weekend visitation guy. Mm. And I was not about to do that. So we fought a nasty ca a custody battle, which I ended up winning joint custody, which is what I wanted, which I thought was fair. And then uh, I was in his life. But I, I, I changed, I, I was really limited to what I could do because um, my work worked against me in a custody situation. Mm. So if I have to be on set all day, right. I'm not a present father. So you're gone. They won't give you the custody. They'll give it to the mom. Um, because I work, you know, so I, I had to limit what I did. I wouldn't take the lead in any series. I could do ensemble series, but I had to limit my time on them per mm. the contract so I can guarantee it. You know, changing days is a big deal. All that stuff is really difficult. Um, but I managed to do all that. And one of the things I was doing while I was doing that is <clears throat> I wanted to make projects that my son could be on set for, that he could watch, that he could see. Mm -hmm. So I made you know, a lot of kids' movies. Mm -hmm. And then when he was about five years old, four years old maybe, he we were having those conversations you have with little ones, and he realized that it, someday he was going to die. Mm. And he couldn't sleep. He would body would be shaking. I'd have to take him outside, sit under the stars, calm him down. And we started talking about faith. Mm. And that is when I decided it was very important that I make films like No Vacancy that have the right values and morals and, and tell the stories that that affect people's lives. And um, and so I've been doing that, uh, making a lot of these. Some of them are very small because a buddy of mine makes these, uh, uh, Jason Campbell makes JC Films, makes very low budget ones. And I show up for a day and do whatever I can on it hmm. for nothing because I want his idea is to change the culture through making these films and, and, and tell people stories that otherwise wouldn't be told. And so I love being a part of that. So I'm going to continue doing that as, as long as I can. So your son's an adult now looking back on the decisions you made, uh, the sacrifices you made, the accommodations you made, even the battle you fought, the custody battle you fought, was it worth it? hundred <laughs> percent. I would give up everything to, to, to be his father, everything. Um, and fortunately I didn't have to, I had to struggle, you know, make that balance, but there is nothing, there's nothing like the, like the love that I have for him and, and he, for me, yeah. uh, it's, a, it, it's, it's incredible. He's, like I said, he's my favorite person, you know, he's, he's growing up, he's an adult. So, you know, I get to hear from him every, every now and again, and yeah. usually it's pretty quick. Yeah. Hey dad, I need some money for this. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Usually the communication has a dollar sign in it, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's that, but he also, you know, shares his his uh, report card stuff with me is this is going on and he, you know, yeah. he's so busy and having, so he, it's, it's all you pray for as a, as a, as a parent, yeah. but it's also, you know, it's a bummer because <laughs> yeah, I don't need you anymore. I, know, <laughs> I got four in their twenties now, all married. Oh my gosh. And, and yeah. And all married. Wow. I know. Right. So, um, but 
it's 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 a wild thing. But here's here's one thing that I I noticed when I started having kids, and I grew up in the church. I don't know if you know my history or anything, but I was adopted for one. That okay. we have that in common. But it's aside true. from that, when I started having kids, I felt like I understood a little more about God in this unconditional love, not always approval of the actions, but the unconditionality, the sacrifice, the I'm going to love you no matter what. I'm going to love you through anything. And and I want communication with you. You know, that whole thing. Did did any of that resonate with you? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And, you know, and your kids are different than you. And they mm-hmm. are interested in things that are different than what you're interested in. You know, myself being a professional athlete and playing football and all that sort of stuff. I remember when he was growing up, it was going to be, he's going to be a ball player. This, that kid didn't want to play football when he got a little <laughs> bit older. He ended up being a jujitsu fighter. So I took up boxing so I could be there with him. You know, mm-hmm. um, I wrestled a lot. So I, I knew he'd be good at jujitsu because I'd wrestle with him. And I was like, wow, he's really good. But he's just not the same guy. And so that's part of the unconditional love. I didn't, I took up what he took up because mm-hmm. I wanted to be around him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, that, that there is that unconditional love. You know, I feel bad for people who, who don't feel that. And I guess there are some who do, and I don't understand that because it doesn't compute in my brain, but yes, that, that is, it's completely selfless. It is pure love. Um, I'm not married. So I hope one day that to be and have that feeling toward my spouse, but uh, currently it all goes, rains on my child. Hmm. Okay. I might, I might have some suggestions for you. (laughs) All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, So from a career standpoint, um, now that your son's an adult, you you could devote more time. You know, what do you what do you what are you planning on doing? What do you think? Well, because he's an adult now, I did do. I, I have spent more time doing things. I just wrote, produced, and directed um, a film called Little Angels. Hmm. I and starred in it, and uh, we're just going out to distributors now. So that should be something coming out uh, early 2023, if not late 2022. Um, and that takes an incredible amount of time and effort, much more so than just being an actor. I mean, I'm doing nine films probably this whole year. Throughout this year, I've done like nine films. I'm nice. very, very busy. Uh, I'm also a, a part-time police officer, a reserve uh, police officer in Pocatello, Idaho. And I'm a, a full sworn sheriff's deputy in Frederick County, Virginia. So I spent some time with this foundation called the Crimes Against Children Foundation, which which aims to keep children safe, um, prevent suicide, look, you know, uh, dealing with online uh, bullying and predators and the things like that that exist. So I work with the, the, um, the ICAC divisions of all these, all these uh, departments and um, which is the internet crimes against children Mm. um, because it's so pervasive today. So I I, I do that as well. And uh, like I said, I've probably done nine movies, you know, this year, eight, nine movies, and I've got two or three more to shoot. Um, Meanwhile, you know, I I mean, I'm busier than ever, but uh, I also teach at my son's school so uh or a couple days a year i come out there and i and i talk about filmmaking and yeah. acting that sort of fun stuff You're busy. it gives me a chance to go visit him with him without him yelling at me <laughs> yeah yeah but I, I another thing we have in common a couple of other things we have in common i actually worked with the police department years ago early days on oh. the internet to catch predators worked ended up going to dc working with nick mick a little bit and helping to craft some early laws with congressman steve largen at the time uh, and, oh wow, Largent, the man. Yeah, what right, a receiver, right? Good. good. Oh, yeah, that, that's right. The I mean, yeah, team. I understand he was a congressman and all that, stuff, but he's a great receiver. <laughs> that's, that's funny. And and you you have been in eight or nine movies this year. I think I've watched eight or nine movies this year. So we we have that in common too. So, uh, <laughs> fascinating stuff. I, I'm glad to hear you got a lot going on. Um, 
where was I going with this? Uh, the we were talking about uh, the, the the laws that you crafted. No, yeah, the life. laws that I crafted. No, I no, help, I, help I won't take credit shade. for that. I won't take. No, where I was going to ask you is is this because you uh, are interested in um, influencing culture, and I've you know I've follow, followed you on Twitter a bit, and and you you are interested in politics. You're interested in, in shaping culture. You're interested in standing up for certain values. That's not real popular in your business. <laughs> to put it mildly, no, it's not. <laughs> uh, and it's not something I probably would have done as a young actor. Mm. But when you're of a certain age and you've had some life experience and you see things changing and things going in directions that aren't healthy, um, regardless of whether it's you know deemed the cool thing to do, um, I think it's a we have a responsibility to speak up. And there's a saying, you know, you may not be interested in politics, but I promise you politics is interested in you. And that's true. A hundred percent true. So I sit here in the state of California where we have the highest state taxes in the nation, mm -hmm. sales tax, gas tax. So I, I look at the middle class just being crunched by these incredible taxes. I know lots and lots of, like you were friends with Congressman Largent, I'm friends with tons of congressmen, senators, all sorts of politicians, presidents, things of that nature. And I look at um, government and how it's, how it's run, and I see the incredible amounts of fraud and abuse and waste. You know, if I, I would much rather trust uh, a church to, to, to have homeless outreach than I would a government agency. Mm -hmm. because a church will do a heck of a lot better job. It's way more hands-on. It's much smaller. It's much more concentrated. There isn't fraud and abuse. Um, there, well, there always is some, yeah. but not to that degree. Right. The, the government, if you want something done ineffectively, have the government do it. They're terrible. Um, they are giant bureaucratic nightmares. Uh, and so these things affect everybody's lives. And I just have to speak up um, mm -hmm. on that and values as a father. You know, these things are important to me. There's things that I don't want my kid learning in school. You know, some of this stuff that's going on now in <laughs> schools, I would have blown a gasket. Oh, yeah. I ended up pulling my son out and putting him in a Christian school when he was in sixth grade yeah. uh, until he graduated yeah. uh, high school. And it was the great, my God kids are doing the same thing now because I don't want them exposed to some of these ridiculous um, concepts and ideas that, that aren't healthy. And that's a parent's job, not a school, some school teacher. Yeah. You know, it's crazy because when I was a kid, we were worried about the fact that maybe some science classes were teaching you that, that, you know, apes could become men. And now we're teaching that men can become women. <laughs> and vice versa <laughs> and vice versa it's, it's crazy and vice versa yeah. uh i'm I, I i you know i i make controversial statements on twitter like mm -hmm. men cannot get pregnant <laughs> right right thank thank god <laughs> <laughs> yeah i saw listen i i witnessed childbirth i don't want to have that <laughs> yeah, if men could there'd be a lot of single like single kids like only <laughs> child right <laughs> all right i know i need to let you go uh, i'm sure we could talk a lot longer I've, I've enjoyed the conversation i respect your time is there anything else i need to know either about no vacancy the film or about dane kane and what you're involved in what you want people to know uh, well, no vacancy. If they can stream it, it's a great film. Um, and Sean Young is in it as well, and she's fantastic, playing a jaded reporter yeah. who comes in. We could talk about it for an hour and a half, but um, it, she does she does a really nice job. Um, big through line through the whole film is her reporting on it. Uh, I got another film coming out, Paul's Promise, another Christian film, which is uh, I play a smaller role in it, but it's a great story, also based on a true story. Um, you know, a lot of these a lot of these Christian films tend to be based on a true story because there's a lot of them out there. Yeah. And and th those are very very effective um, in in 
in teaching a morality and teaching life lessons without well, sometimes the Christian films hammered on you, but yeah. but uh, I, I tend to we're try to get beyond to some of that. We're, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're we are. improving some of those real preaching. Better early storytelling. Films. Yeah, get a little more yes. storytelling. That's right. All right, Dean. And then uh, Little Angels should be coming out in twenty twenty three. Check okay. that out too. It's a fun little, family movie. Little Angels, great. Uh, there's a lot of information, but you guys just just Google Dean Kenyon, see what's going on, or follow his Twitter feed. He's talking about it there too, and you'll get yep. some other bonus content. Dean, thank you. Appreciate your time. Appreciate all that you're doing, really, for the kingdom. I'm honored. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate it, Randy. Thank you. All right. I will let him go because I know he's got other interviews to do. But to you guys out there watching, uh, I will show you the website for No Vacancy. It looks like this, novacancymovie.com. Uh, and, and, again, lots of places you can stream it. If you go to the website, it'll show you where you can stream it if you haven't found it already on your device. Uh, and then uh, if you go to Twitter, by the way, uh, at Real Dean Kane, you just type in Dean Kane's and you'll find his account. Fun, fun guy to follow. <laughs> oh, you're still here. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, it's exciting stuff, though. <laughs> I, I, I like to hear it. Um, yeah, that's. I, I'll go now, but do check out the Twitter feed. It gets uh, it gets spicy sometimes. Hey, man, <laughs> you, you you stay as long as you want. I've, I've, I'm trying to be the respectful host here, and you know, because I know you're a busy guy. But. And you are, and I appreciate it, Randy. God bless. <laughs> appreciate you guys again out there watching. Do check out the movie. Check out Dean Kane and come back if you haven't followed, subscribed, uh, shared, or liked. I would invite you to do that now. Uh, you'll get more notifications when I get celebrities like Dean Kane on the show, right? Oh, I just turned into Joe Biden. Oh, he's bringing it to the mic. Sorry, I won't do that. I follow Dean. He tells me not to do that. Anyway, had enough. It's been a fun one. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you again next time here on Life Today. have some difficult days ahead, but it really doesn't matter with me now because I've been to the mountaintop. I've been to the mountain